Good morning, my brothers and sisters, and welcome to episode 30 of the Book of Acts. That's season five. We're going to talk about one very, very important verse today. It's in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. It's probably among the top five important verses in uh, the whole book of Acts, which of course is heresy because God put them all in there to uh, be appreciated. But you'll see what I mean. Here's the verse. Let me read it. This is Acts chapter 4, verse 12. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. I'm going to break this down into four sections. Number one, and there is salvation. Number two, in no one else. Number three, for there is no other name under heaven. Number four, given among men. And number five, by which we must be saved. So the first one is really happy news. And there is salvation. This is great news. We are saved. We can be rescued. We can have our sins forgiven. We can have death uh, averted. Um, we can have life together with him now. It's it's uh, it gives us hope that he's made a way that there's a there's a rescue boat that even though that we live in a world of of uh, destruction that there's hope. So there is and there is salvation. That's hopeful. All right, number two, in no one else. But the call here is exclusive. There's no plan B. It's an only 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 thing. It says there's no one else. The way to God is not broad. It's very, very narrow. It all funnels through Jesus. And uh, the entire human race, mere men, all of which need to be rescued, every single person, um, in no one else. So that means not in yourself. Good luck with that. Not in your actions, not in your works, not in your deeds. There's no political president or past president that uh, offers salvation. There's no athletic uh, accomplished person. There's no media representative. There's no one with particular beauty. There's no one with, with money or power that offers salvation, nobody else. So if we're barking up any of those trees, the exclusivity of the Christian way and the Jesus uh, pathway is uh, very remarkable. All right, and there's salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven. It's a call to not reject the one that was sent. There's no other name under heaven. Believe in his name. Have faith in the name, which is to have faith in the person. The name is what represents the essence of Jesus. So when someone calls on Jesus, it's the way that we, in our personhood, attach ourselves to his personhood. So by belief and calling on his name, and he is faithful to respond. So we request, and this is a request that he's waiting for, that he is eager for. 
So when we call on his name, it's that which represents the person, his history, his indwelling, his presence. And the and the uh, inclusivity of this is under heaven. This is for the whole earth. This is the same call. This is the same gospel in Antarctica and in the Sudan. Every single person all across the planet, this is a universal inclusive call that all who call on his name. So you may remember that this recalls Peter's uh, first sermon at Pentecost where he quotes the the, uh, the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And we're going to keep coming back to that, I, I think, over and over that this is an inclusive call. This is for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. There's no other name under heaven. That is, the whole world is included in this invitation. It's an inclusive. So point number two was that it's kind of exclusive. It actually is exclusive, that there's no one else. But it's inclusive. This is for the whole, uh, for the whole world. All right. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven. And here given among men. Now remember, the given part caught me today. Remember, this is a gift. God didn't have to do this. He gave gave himself, gave his son, his own precious Trinity family member uh, to both life, but also to a suffering and a crucifixion. And it was given volitionally and willfully and purpose, purposefully. He set himself uh, up for this. And this is a universal gift that he has given to all. All right, the last one. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. The must part of that caught me today. It's not okay. We are not okay. Anybody who tells you that you are okay hasn't paid attention or isn't speaking theologically. We're on the road to destruction. As the prophets from AC and DC said, we're all on the highway of hell. And John, I I was thinking about um, Nicodemus, who comes to Jesus at night, and Jesus says, you have to be born, born again unless one is born again. And then he says, so I'm sure just uh, Nicodemus is absolutely gobsmacked. And then he says, don't marvel that I said to you must be born again. Of, of course. And, and Nicodemus' response, I think, is kind of my response uh, today, which is, how can these things be? We must be saved. It demands something of us. It's insistent. This is not a take it or leave it kind of thing. So I think there is salvation. That gives us hope in no one else. That defines its exclusivity. For there's no other under name, no other name under heaven. Uh, that demonstrates its inclusivity for everybody who calls on the name. It's given among men. It's it's a universal gift by which we must be saved. But it demands something about it. it's insistent. So let's believe. Let's be saved. Are you too wondering how you got so blessed to be in this? That there's salvation. That there's hope that there's an invitation that we have answered or can answer, praise God, I will see you tomorrow.